Let's start it up. Uh, hello and welcome to episode 422 of Outlandish Podcast. I'm your host, Matt. With me, I have Justin, as you heard. Hindsight is 2020, and that's also the year, bitches. So are you saying that this year is like perfect vision? Like this this no, year is this is the year that we'll remember all the stuff that we should have knew ahead of time. Yes. Like and that is wow, if only we had spent a few uh you know like a few tens of billions uh on uh, a pandemic preparedness as opposed to the trillions we're now having to pay to deal with it. Yes, hey, hey. I agree. Hey, uh, I, I, our military could have fought that, right? No, I want me and Mandy watched the entire. It was only one season. We watched containment yesterday, the whole first season of which yeah. there was only one. And no, they there was you can't prepare for that. They didn't know it was going to happen. On containment, just like, just like there's no, uh, there's no preparedness form for aliens or so they say they say there's not one well yeah because there are none oh oh is that what they say yeah Hmm. well I, i would i would also go along with that because like you can't prepare for something that you literally have absolutely no idea how it what form it will come in well that in their advance right like theoretically yeah right technology wise we're just gonna whatever they want to do we're like screwed right well yeah there's there's a there's a great post about how we will probably never meet aliens and like the gist of it is basically because of the aside from the the vast statistical aspect of it you know the billions of stars with who knows how many planets there's also the fact that like we would to meet aliens kind of quote unquote on their own terms, as opposed to them thinking of us as ants, as, as the, as your, as the point you're making, you know, like e- the likelihood of that is even smaller because but, you but think about like here. Oh yeah. And we, we have met with them. That is how we got microwave. JFK right? and Hitler met with them. Oh, the right. Airplane. I forgot. Yes. I, I, I let my national Enquirer subscription lapse. Oh, see, so I'm not up to date anymore. Now, now you don't know what's going on in the world. I don't even know who who's having the bat babies these days. Which is which is funny. So like, I noticed. So like, when I was up in uh, Philadelphia, we when I went to go see a hockey game there with Charles with Nost, and uh, I signed up for the Philadelphia Inquirer, and apparently they own the domain Inquirer.com. I found that out huh. when, when I was looking up how to cancel this when subscription. You inquired. <laughs> uh, but yeah, and so so uh, and it looks it looks like the hoodie that I got is now up to about thirty eight dollars in subscription mm. fees that I forgot to cancel. <laughs> so uh, you know they won that one. You won that one, Philadelphia Inquirer. Uh, so what's going on, Jeremy? What's 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 shaking? What's, what's happening? <laughs> I've been playing Warhammer, or not Warhammer, War Thunder. Like, You're still playing that War Thunder, huh? War Thunder. War Thunder. I'm playing War Thunder Is right now. A, oh, it's a phone game, right? Nope. No, no, no. no. Oh, it's a PC It's game. a computer game, and you can fly airplanes or drive tanks, or they have boat battles, but I think those suck. Huh. Um, wow, 2012. This one's been around a while. It has, but they've constantly updated it, and the graphics are great. 
and you get to fly World War II airplanes mostly. It takes a while for you to level up to get jets. Um, I haven't gotten jets, and I've been playing it for 44 days today. Um, but you could do VR, right? You're telling me you, you can, can do, do it VR. Um, so they have... I mostly fly planes. It's a lot like Aces of the Pacific, except you're playing against people. Um, I'm trying to think. So they have three modes. There's arcade mode, which is generally what I play. Um, Realistic mode. The controls are a little bit harder. You can run out of fuel and ammo. Um, And I play a bomber pretty much exclusively on realistic mode. And then they have um, simulator mode where you're in the cockpit. That's the only view you have. And you basically have to play it as though you're actually flying the plane. Right. Go through all the startup processes. Yeah. You have the full controls and you have to make sure your fuel to air ratio is correct. And if it starts overheating, you got to open the radiators and, um, I can't imagine playing that without being in VR. Yeah, right. In VR, it's cool though because some of those planes have like um, I didn't realize they have like telescopes mounted in the cockpit that you can look through to zoom in on your target. But in order to do it, you got to lean up and put your eye up to it. <laughs> Oh, sure. And you have to actually do that in order to use it in the game. Yeah. Um, well, that's, that's, I, I'm, the more you talk about this game, the more I'm blown away. I've never heard of it because it sounds so I fully know. featured. <laughs> so I was looking. Well, okay. Go when, ahead. Whenever I, uh, they updated, what's that called? Virtual desktop um, to where. You can play the Oculus on your PC again because Oculus had screwed them up and you couldn't use it. So the guy updated it to where you can use a side loader and put it on there and you can oh, yeah. play Oculus games or any game with your Oculus without having to have the Oculus program turned on or whatever. Um, plus, you can play. There's a lot of free games. It's called. Uh, oh, what's it called? Side, side something. Uh, hold on. And I can tell you. Side loader. It's called Should side we... view. Side quest. It's called side quest. Ah. It's for the Oculus Quest. You can <laughs> side load games onto it. And there's a ton of free games on there um, that's not available on the Oculus store because there's not there's only a few things that are free on the Oculus store, like visit Anne Frank's house or um, stuff like that. Um, but on here, there's, uh, let's see, there's Crisis VR Gade. It's a shooter. Uh, Deism, it's a virtual reality god simulator. Um, a lot of shooters, a lot of fighting games. Um Voxel works, which is it's Minecraft VR. Um, anyway, so I was looking through here for a flight simulator, and I came upon War Thunder, and there's one other one. 
Where's the search? I can't remember the name of the other one. Anyway, um, so the other one was you could start off with like a jet. I uh, I didn't like that one. It was too much. You had to like use your virtual hands to to move the uh, throttle, or there were switches you had to flip, and it would just like register your hand slightly to the left so you'd flip the switch that like turned the engine off instead of uh, the one that armed the rockets and um this one everything's controlled with the keyboard um how do the how do the like how do you i just looked it up it says it's an mmo i assume it's not just like an open world are you like doing instanced battles or something? Well, I mean, it's basically um, eight versus eight or sixteen versus sixteen PvP. Okay. okay. Um, in arcade mode, they just throw sixteen people together. In realistic mode, um, they're actual battles from history. So one side is only like U S and British planes and the other side is only German and Italian planes. Sure. Okay. Uh, and then the same thing in, uh, simulator mode, it's realistic battles with the allies on one side and the axis on the other. Um, I don't know what they do with the neutral countries though. I'm, they added Sweden and Sweden's planes are, way overpowered huh. so i started playing sweden we don't like the the early world war ii american and british planes have like a gun on them and you can't turn for shit but sweden they were like i mean you know they went and bought them at ikea and put them together mm-hmm. and they were like oh look we happen to have 10 guns on this plane so it's because <laughs> they're it's masters kind of, of efficiency yeah just, <laughs> they were able to figure it out <laughs> You just close your eyes and point at the enemy, and one of those bullets is going to hit him somewhere. Um, I don't know where they end up on those, now that I think about it. They have, what is it, Sweden, and... Well, hold on, I'll tell you. Matt, are you still there? Matt? Yeah, I just oh, got my okay. mic muted. Sorry. Okay. No. Well, just yeah, because I didn't hear you on it, and I didn't want us to go like yeah. thirty minutes <laughs> and then go. Oh, wait a minute, we haven't heard from Matt. <laughs> Oops. No, I'm um, here. I just muted my mic. Right. So they have U.S., Germany, Russia, Great Britain, Japan, China, Italy, France, and Sweden. And I, I definitely. I mean, I, I. If you had said, "Does Sweden have an air force?" I'd be like, "Yeah, sure, of course they do." You know, but I wouldn't. I never thought of them as like a World War II powerhouse in any way. Well, so their planes were made by Saab, and um, you'll have to look it up. Look up the Saab J two one A. The propellers are behind the cockpit, so it pushes them instead of pulling them forward. And they're real. They're 
they're really good planes. I don't, I don't know why I've never heard of them before. Um, but yeah, I've, I've been playing the crap out of this. I play a main country is Great Britain just because that's what they started me off with and I didn't know any better. I mean, Great Britain, you know, um, my off is uh, Germany off class. That's, that's, that's actually, that's actually accurate. <laughs> well, sure. So, Cause like much like world of Warcraft, you play one side for a while and you're like, I want to try the other side. <laughs> I want, how come these BF one Oh nines can climb up to 14,000 feet in 10 seconds. And my bomber has to, take like two minutes just to go up a thousand feet. Right. I'm going to try these BF one Oh nines. Um, I just finished another Corsair building. Did, uh, so just, just, just to refresh on world war two history that I'm awful at. <laughs> so the world war two was comprised of both, us fighting against the Germans and also fighting against Japan. I'm I'm kind of surprised we were able to win the entire thing based on us splitting our resources. Well, so I mean, and I'm no World War II historian. J- Jeremy will probably know more than I. But like, basically, Japan attacked us, and we were like, "Fuck you!" And we went over there. And I think we got our ass kicked a little bit. And basically they were like, you know what? Let's go beat Germany first. And so then we like kind of put put that war on simmer, the the, well, the Pacific War. And then we went and kicked Germany's ass. And then we finished off Japan. We really didn't have. So the fleet at Pearl Harbor, that was, that was pretty much all we had. Now, our aircraft carriers were fortunately not there that morning. So we kept those, but we really didn't have a lot of boats to wage war with. So we went and fought Germany first while we were building the ships so that we could go and defeat Japan. Um, That's pretty baller. We were like, all right, we'll be back, assholes. <laughs> yeah. Just hold. Well, if, I mean, you could, if you guys could just sit there for one second, we'll be back. It's okay. Just got to build some back. ships. I mean, yeah. you did good. That was a good attack, frankly. <laughs> we got lucky. It's kind of it's kind of crazy though, just in general, for them to come all that way, right, to attack us. Like, I mean, Japan's pretty far away, right? It is, and like, I mean, why did they attack so they closer? Basic, I mean, they had basically taken over like all of the Pacific up to there, so they were yeah, kind of closer, but. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't yeah. know that they particularly were wanting to take over the U.S. as much as they just wanted Hawaii yeah. and the Philippines. I um, guess I don't know. I mean, again, I'm no historian. You got me thinking about it. I guess I mean, maybe they thought like, you know what? Let's just say, fuck you guys. We've pretty much got Asia. We're going to take Hawaii. And maybe they thought that like we'd be like, all right, whatever. <laughs> and I mean, well, yeah. Hawaii wasn't even a state. Right. I mean, it was, yeah, my understanding, I mean, Matt, you know that uh, Kamehameha comes from King Kamehameha. I'm pretty sure it was like a tourist destination. Like it's a, like Hawaii is a thing for the Japanese. I don't, I don't know the history beyond saying that, 
but like yeah there were a lot of japanese people that just lived there already yeah i'm sure they thought that like we could just take it they won't i'm just thinking about (laughs) logistically like if i was trying to take over an area i wouldn't go hey guys let's not attack you know canada or mexico or even central america or down there let's fly thousands of miles across water to attack somebody over there you know that just doesn't make any sense to me logistically yeah, well, you know, they were riding high on the whole God Emperor thing. <laughs> and okay, they had so, a yeah. lot of victories prior to that, like a lot. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they had basically taken over China. Yep. So here's here's the condensed version. Uh, the Japanese attacked Pearl Harbor first to destroy the American fleet units, thereby, thereby preventing the Pacific fleet from interfering with Japanese conquest of the Dutch East Indies and Malaya Uh and to enable Japan to conquer Southeast Asia without interference. Mm. So it was so they could take over Korea and China and Vietnam without us sticking our noses in it. Now I swear when I was in like grade school or something, I had heard that like supposedly a message was going to be delivered to us. Yes, but it was delivered on, like, Sunday morning right before the attack happened, and nobody was in the office. Because they were, like, honorable or something? They were going to declare war with us or something? I, I don't... Was that... Mm. Is that the gist? I'm, yeah, that's what I've heard. That's so weird to me. I mean, it's... I yeah, don't know right. why. I don't know why. Well, it's weird because, I mean, it's basically how the Americans were able to win the revolution again like i'm no american revolution scholar i'm probably fucking that up but pretty much like what i remember is that you know the british were like let's line up and get in our nice suits and the americans are like fuck you we're gonna like jump out of the trees and apply guerrilla war taxes because we actually want to win this war and fuck your honor you know so uh the attack took place before any formal declaration of war was made but it was not admiral yamamoto's intention He stipulated that the attack should not commence until 30 minutes after they informed the U.S. that peace negotiations had ended. Uh, However, it was a 5,000-word notification in two blocks that were sent to the Japanese embassy, and transcribing the message took too long for the ambassador to deliver it on schedule. Hmm. In that event, it was not presented until more than an hour after the attack began. At that point, I mean, can you imagine, like, you got to show up, like, hey, hey, uh, yeah, hey, I got just, this uh, message that uh, we, uh, we declared war. We declared war. Apparently, the Japanese are going to attack us. <laughs> We're going to attack you guys. All right, you know, sorry. You know, late. thinking about it, because we own, we own, quote unquote, we, we, we control several non-state territories in the Pacific now, Um and I almost wonder, like, Hawaii, would Hawaii have become a state if they hadn't attacked Hawaii? Was that? Well, Hawaii didn't become a state until 18 years after that. So. Right, exactly. And you have to wonder, like, how much was how much American pride and patriotism went into, like, let's make Hawaii a state. But, you know, fuck Puerto Rico. <laughs> you know, Puerto fuck Rico Guam. doesn't want to be a state. Well, you know, I mean, I don't know. I, yeah, yeah, maybe. Um I don't know. How big is Puerto Rico compared to, like, Rhode Island? Uh, hold on. I mean, come on, I mean, Puerto Rico's got to be as big as Rhode Island, right? Yeah, I don't know off the top of my head. My gut says Puerto yes. Puerto Rico is... Maybe not population-wise, but population-wise, Alaska's probably, like, 
nothing. Puerto Rico is 5,300 square miles. Oh, yeah, that's got to be bigger than Rhode, Rhode Island. Island is 1,200 square miles. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty much four and a half times the size of Rhode Island. Rhode Island is so small. So small. Let's see, how big is Guam? Guam is only 212 square miles. Okay, well. But where's where's Guam located at? Uh, In the ocean. <laughs> so... Is it like over there by like it is uh, one fourth of the way between the Philippines and Hawaii. Okay. It's just was, out there by itself. Yeah, it's it's out there. And Puerto Rico is on the other side, right? Yes. Yeah, Puerto Rico is down it's there. In the Atlantic or Caribbean. In India? Yeah, it's a Caribbean island chain. It's if you follow Cuba, there's Cuba, the Dominican Republic, and Haiti, and then Puerto Rico. Okay. Uh, to get back to War Thunder, because I was curious, like, I see it's free to play. What What are the, um, like, get you to spend money things? Um, if Skins. you sign up for the premium account, you get double research points in all game modes, 50% extra lions, which lions is like the dollars. So the simoleons, um, 50% extra lions in random battles, hundred percent extra lions for battle time in random battles, 50% lions in other game modes. Um, so it just accelerates you. Yeah, basically. pretty much. And, and you get four decal slots, which you only get two if you're not on a premium account. Oh. Now, what they did, so, and I went ahead and signed up for it. Whenever all the COVID-19 business started, they reduced the price of one year from $72 to 36 Wow. And I was like, yeah, all right, I'll do it, whatever. Yeah, right. Yeah, what, what, is it, what is game, it? Right? What is it? Is it otherwise? Can you like pay a m- per month or something? Yeah, you have to buy Golden Eagles, which are the other one of the other currencies. Ugh. And then so you buy the Golden Eagles and then you spend the Golden Eagles on the time and then that gives you extra research points and lions. Um and then you also have war bond money, which is you you get two daily challenges a day and you get war bonds and then you spend those on um Let's see, like right now, you, you buy these chests and they'll have like different decals or profile pictures in them. Not, I mean, it's not a big deal. You don't have to, you end up getting war bonds anyway. So they just, they give you stuff to buy with it. But yeah, it's free to play. You should totally try it out because. I played it for probably like two days and then signed up for a month to get double research points because I mean, it's just, it's really, the controls are really good. Like aces of the Pacific. And I have, do you know, I got a new computer me? No. Yeah. I got a new computer. So I've got the graphics turned all the way up. Nice. Um, I would ask you what you put into it, but uh, I only ever know computer parts when I'm building a computer, so it would be wasted on me. 
For everyone else, I got an AMD Ryzen 3900X 12-core processor. Nice, 3.79 nice. 3.79 gigahertz. Ooh, 3.79. Nice, nice. I think it was 3.4, but I got it from uh, CyberPower PC. I had them overclock it 15%, something like that. Uh, and I've got a... What is it? An RTX 2080... Nvidia, sure. RTX twenty eighty. It's like sure. I don't. I don't even know models anymore. Yeah, the model um, numbers are so hard to keep up with. Have you tried just because you're talking about your new computer? Have you tried the new ray tracing in Minecraft? In Minecraft? Yeah. 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 No? It's it's ridiculous. I watched like a thirty minute video. It's the best lighting I've ever seen in a game, and it, they put it in freaking Minecraft. <laughs> it's incredible. Like no, the light, the light bounces realistically. It bounces around like they RTX RT, ray tracing. Sorry, is basically like r- modeling light realistically. Now so that it's like I did. Perfect. So I was reading about ray tracing, and I was looking at the games that had it. And I download. I played Metro Exodus on Xbox Game Pass on my computer, mm. and. That game looked hella good also. You should, uh, the other one, I don't know if it's on Game Pass or not, but you should play Control. I think you'd like that anyway. It's a, it's a Remedy game. Yeah, I don't think that's on. I don't think that's on there. What's that? Minecraft is a, a ray tracing too. It's made to yeah. <laughs> yeah. On Windows 10 Edition. That's what the RT stands for. Yeah, ray tracing. You definitely have the 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 right video card to try it out. Yeah, but, it was yeah. the. Uh, they had just come out with the twenty eighty Ti's, and I got the super. I got an RTX twenty eighty super, which is like the middle twenty eighty. There's the twenty eighty, and then the twenty eighty super, and then the twenty eighty Ti. Right, and the they Ti have, was so, like. So- Two hundred dollars more. So they still. What's the progression? They still do the, the progression of like the ridiculous one, and then wait the 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 regular one, and then they'll release like a uh, like a Econo one, which is the Ti, right? No, and the Ti is the badass one. Oh, okay. I'll have it backwards. But uh, yeah, they start off with the Econo one, and then the good one, and then the. Holy shit! This is two hundred dollars more than the good one. Yeah, but it's still well, the same model number. That's cool. So I got, I got the middle one. Um, but no, if if anybody likes World War Two planes, you should totally play this game because it is. This is this is the kind of game I've been waiting for since. 2002 when I last played Aces of the Pacific. It's the kind of game they don't make a lot of anymore, that's for sure. It's, uh... I mean, Battlefield kind of helped a little bit with 1942 because you could fly the planes in there if you were lucky. Battlefield 5, unless you're standing there when it respawns, you're not going to get to fly the plane in Battlefield 5. And um, this is just... This is really good, so... And then wasn't there like a uh, like a world of planes? 
There's a world game. of tanks. I don't know. No, yeah. Well, the world of tanks came first, but you're right. There was or was supposed to be a world of planes. Or like Warplanes? Was it called Warplanes? Is that what I think? Like, uh, there was some kind of game that was just... It was supposed to be like a world of tanks, but with, with, with planes. But I don't... I, I thought it was called Warplanes or uh, something like that. I'm trying yeah. to find... So... There's a so there's also tank battles on this. The tanks are all realistic. You can't get inside them that I can tell. But um, there are a lot of people reading the forums that switched from World of Tanks over to this game for one reason or another. Um, I couldn't even tell you anything about World of Tanks, man. I've never. I know it's promoted out the wazoo. Yeah, but they have. TV commercials, which if War Thunder would have just like one TV commercial, they'd get a bunch of people to play it. Yeah. Um. Anyway, that's that's pretty much it. Like I played Metro Exodus, but that was two months ago. It was a. Uh, I never finished Metro twenty thirty three, but it tied into that somehow. You like run into people that you met in the first one. Um. It looks really good. The story is really, really good. It's kind of predictable. Like it's one of those things where you're like, that person's gonna die. I, I, it's the first five minutes of the game, and I know that person's gonna die before the end of the game, mm. guaranteed. Yeah. And then it happens. Spoilers. You don't know which person. For, person I meet in five minutes. You mean? You meet pretty much the whole crew within the first few minutes, so it's not. not that you said the whole crew's gonna die. Jeez, no, no, definitely not. Um, toward the end, it starts to get. I never. I didn't finish the first. It starts to get really weird and dark. Isn't um, that Metro just in general though? Well, I mean, you got these mutated animals and stuff in Metro, but this starts to get even weirder than that because you're mess you're messing with you. You're running into like people outside that survived, and it's not all within the subway system Game. this time. I thought wasn't that in the first one though? Like, you would go out, and you'd run into people, like, mutated I people? I thought people were mutated in the first one. The first one, I never got out of the subway, and I oh. kind of got bored with it, because everything was exactly the same. I swear I remember you running around, like, I'm probably getting confused with another game, but I swear you ran around, like, a train yard at one point in that game, or what game am I thinking of? It's kind of like Metro, but... Oh man! Oh, that other game is DCS. Uh, I can't DCS. Remember. Yeah, that's the other airplane. Oh, the f- game. Airplane game. Yeah, I can't remember what it's stand. Digital Combat Simulator, something like that. Um, but that would, if you want to fly jets instead of World War II planes, that would be the one that you'd want to start off with. But again. If you play in VR, you gotta you gotta flip all those little switch. You can't even read what they say because it's too small. So you gotta kind of like lean up and hope that it's not just blurry from anti-aliasing. And 
yeah, I didn't, I didn't like it. So, uh, oh, I played, uh, I went back through Fable 1 and then played Fable 2. I still have, I haven't, I finished Fable 2 and then I started playing this, so I haven't made it to Fable 3 yet. Fable 1, I don't remember it going the way that it went, but I mean, I remembered parts of it and I know I beat it when it came out, but I don't remember it ending the way it did. I may just be misremembering with some other game. Um, Fable 2 was cool because it happens like 500 years later, but they still reference things that happened in Fable 1. Uh, 500 years later, huh? Yeah, Fable 1 is like in the Middle Ages, and then Fable 2 is like the Victorian era. Huh. So it's like, I think it's it's like 1250 in the first one and like 18-something in the next one. So What would, what would Fable 3 be, then? Uh, Fable 3. Oh, Utah. No. <laughs> Fable 3 is 50 years after Fable 2. Oh, okay. They only moved the game forward in denominations of five. Yeah, five hundred, five hundred fifty, and then five years. Yeah, Fable Four. Fable Two takes place five hundred years after the first game, sometime between the late sixteen hundreds and early seventeen hundreds. Fable. I said Fable One. Why would you? Yeah, let's say. You mean Fable 3 uh, or Fable 2? Fable. Oh, we can just deduce 500 years minus that. Yeah. So we'll have 100 If you type in Fable time period, it shows you Fable 2's time period and not actual. It's because nobody cares about Fable 1. It's garbage. No, that was was the first game since Black and White where you could choose. It was the first RPG where you could choose to be good or evil. Was it? I feel like that's probably not true, but I cannot deny. I think it's the first one where you could choose to be good or evil, and those decisions mattered. Well, uh, when, when did Kotor come out? Didn't that had choices, right? Where mm. you could choose to be evil. Kotor or... was around the same time, but I think Fable was first. Okay, Fable came out in two thousand and four. Oh no, Kotor was first. Because couldn't you couldn't you choose bad in that? Yes. I think it 2003 no, I, I think Fable 1 had like like Fable. Had, like if you made more, whatever choice you made I think had repercussions like it had like branching past stuff or yeah you're right about, I mean like and, and for that matter if, if Fable had all of that then it's still one of the only games to have like major changes to the game based on how you you know most of the time, that kind of thing is just like, oh, in these cutscenes, <laughs> you're evil. Yeah. It's weird in the cutscenes, like, you, your guy looks like you're what you want him to look like. And then when they do the cutscene, like, he'll have a different weapon. It's like, wait a minute. I don't oh. have a sword. I'm using a crossbow. What are you doing? They didn't use the in-game graphics. No. <laughs> they use, Your face is correct, but, like, your clothes or your weapon will be different. Um, 
Uh, Fable's the one they said where like you could plant a tree when you're a little kid, and then when you grow up, the tree will be bigger, but yeah. you don't actually plant any trees. So, but you could have. That was you uh, you wanted to. that 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 game was a classic Peter Molyneux overpromise. <laughs> I re- I, re- I remember specifically reading an article on IGN before it came out and being like, "Oh my god, this game is gonna be incredible." And yeah. ultimately, I never played it because I just remember all the reviews being like, yeah, it doesn't have most of what they talked about, which is a shame because, you know, obviously, like it ended up being a good game anyway. But yeah, but that's been Peter Molyneux's stick, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's been his like running joke is like, yep. what promises is he going to make at this e, uh, uh, E3? Yeah. Like, what, what, what is he going to say this one? What? He's gonna oh 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 we're gonna be able to like inseminate somebody and then your offspring will like grow up and like have characteristics that you have and all the, whatever <laughs> right? shit you know like yep. some kind of really outrageous crazy Except thing. He would make it sound really pretty and with a British accent. He had very yeah. flowery words that he was, a, he was a great was... elevator pitch guy. <laughs> the game's release was widely anticipated, due in part to Lionhead co-founder Peter Molyneux's enthusiastic hype for the game. And they were making it for the Dreamcast, but moved it to the Xbox. Wow, uh, I must have forgotten that one. Fable was well-received by critics, though the failure to include many promised features was noted. <laughs> yep. Al- always better to not say much about your game and let it stand on its own. Yeah. I wish more uh, games would come out like within a short period of time after they announced it, like uh, resident evil three, they did a remake of that and it's, and it's a full remake. They announced it four months ago and it, and then it came out and they were like, this is when it's coming out. And then it came out. <laughs> no one knew about it before then. We need more of it that. It's like that. Uh, what blizzard game was that where they announced it at BlizzCon and then we're like, and you can play it here today. And everybody's like, what? Oh, play it at BlizzCon. Uh, yeah. I'm pretty sure Diablo 3 was announced at the BlizzCon. No, it was announced at a previous BlizzCon. Um, yeah, I don't know. Hearthstone, probably? I mean, I don't remember. Prob- or, I mean, there's only so many games, right? It's either yeah. Hearthstone or Heroes <laughs> yeah. of the Storm. <laughs> or Overwatch. It should have been Overwatch. Or Overwatch, yeah. <laughs> anyway, that's uh, that's all I got. Okay. That I can Just- remember. Yeah, right. Justin, what, Plenty of stuff from before that. I just don't remember what they were. Justin, what have you been up to? Uh, I played like 300 hours of Assassin's Creed. Uh, I played. What, which one uh, is this Origins. One? So, like, okay. way back, uh, in fact, it was Thanksgiving. Uh, I bought Assassin's Creed Origins, which was a game I had been planning, it was wanting to play, and it was on sale. So, right. I bought that um, and just put like a i mean so the assassin's creed games if you've never played one before have kind of they've kind of gotten bloated honestly um they they've done a lot of ch- changes uh to the That's game any franchise though right to an, really extent, franchise? to an extent yeah like yeah. you're not wrong like uh, it's especially for long-running franchises they'll often like bloat the franchise up and then they'll go all right we're going back to basics and they'll go back to basics for a game and then they'll start to bloat again but i mean talking about bloat, let's just say like madden like that game shouldn't bloat, right? I mean, that's sure. football. 
Yeah. Like it is like, but yet you like every year they come out with like, you can play like as a recruiter and yep. do all this stuff in college. They'll, and you're like, what? They'll inevitably introduce a new thing as if they're like, this is a great new idea and you're going to love it and it'll be in future games and then it won't be in the next game. Um, but <laughs> anyway, anyway, I don't want to spend too much time on Assassin's Creed because I, I, anyway, those games are great uh origins and odyssey they're more like open world rpgs now um jeremy you particularly i think would like origins because it's set in uh well not so ancient egypt it's set uh during cleopatra's time um cleopatra's closer to us than she is to the building of the pyramids that's right so it's actually really cool though because one thing that ubisoft always does is they get like I, I they, they pay a lot of attention to detail. So um, it's it's very it's it, I mean, it's obviously it's a video game, so it's not like historically completely accurate, but it definitely felt like running around ancient Egypt and it comes yeah, in. Mean, it's anything like the boat version. I had 115 hours in that game. The boats were so oh, cool. You played, oh, yeah. 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 Well, um, so, go oh, ahead, I want to ask something real quick. Mm-hmm. So history wise, mm-hmm. all right. Mm-hmm. So with the statement of like Cleopatra was closer to us than the pyramids, like it's just weird to me to think like these monuments were built, and like I'm realizing now that they were just tombs. Like I don't know why well, like, they had nothing to do with like city or anything. Like right to think it, it would be like us building the Empire State Building, and it's just there for somebody's then, body. Yeah, right. yeah. just one dead <laughs> like, guy. Well, in the middle. Be, I mean, to be fair, Matt, like there are lots of monuments, like modern monuments that we build well, I mean, and those aren't even the, tombs. You know? <laughs> the Lincoln Memorial. It's right. just a statue. Yeah. The yeah. Washington Monument, yeah. the the St. Louis Arch. That's just like cool shit that we wanted to build that would be emblematic, probably inspired in, by the pyramids ultimately. And in 5,000 years, people are going to be like, look at this thing. They this This is their God, Abraham Lincoln. Yeah, <laughs> but it, it really, uh, it really is cool though because like the the people of the time in Assassin's Creed Origins are like they're living and they're like using these tombs. They're living in these cities that were built a thousand or more years before because of course they were like you know built out of stone and whatnot. So they're they're holding up and I don't know, it's just it's just really fascinating playing a game set during that time period. Um, yeah, and the weird so some weird things about Egypt. Ramses had a city that was built on the Nile, but then that part of the Nile got silted up. So the pharaoh that lived there had them move it brick by brick and rebuild it exactly the same in another place. Good lord! And it's like I can't. Can you imagine like no. like the ocean dries up at New York and they just move the entire thing one piece at a time? Yep. It's also pretty crazy or something like I looked I looked at the the Nile and the Nile Delta like that. It's one of the most fertile and and special places in the world. It's basically why Egypt meant shit, you know, for as long as it did and as far back as it did, because they just had like readily available ability to grow so many crops. And it's what during the time that you play the game, it's it's kind of what keeps them in 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 with the big dogs of Rome and Greece and all that. But 
So I played that and then I was, and I, you know, like I over a hundred hours into that game. So I finished and was like, all right, well maybe I'll play Odyssey one day, but I've just, you know, I've had a lot of that, but then uh, Jennifer was playing Origins and I just was like, oh, I kind of want to play Odyssey. So then I immediately played Odyssey and put even more time into that one. Odyssey, I think, also is a game that you should play, Jeremy, because they brought boats back. Um, except it's set in like 500 BC. Uh, Roman? Greece. Greece. Yeah, it's 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 like Greek mythology times. Um, and it's a massive i mean they pretty much tried to model all of greece and obviously it's it's not to scale but it's still a massive massive fucking game and it's even more rpg-esque you like equip um gear slots like in like in wow and they've got you know legendary and rare epic legendary gear but uh is it randomly drop uh yeah you you get random drops and there's chests to open and stuff interesting um, and there's, there's sets with set bonuses. <laughs> um, but, uh, you know, otherwise it's an open world action RPG. Actually, the, the best comparison I I think is to like modern 3d Zelda games. Um, but anyway, so play those games. It was fun. Uh, and then I, uh, I was looking forward to doom eternal and I did buy that. I was unhappy with doom eternal. Seems like that way. I mean, based on the tweets that I saw. I I just, I disagree vehemently with almost every decision they made with that game, especially after playing 2016. Did you play Doom 2016, Jeremy? Yep. Okay. It's a great game. Fantastic. Yeah. Just like tight. I love what they did with the story. One of the big and you things- can play old Doom in it in various places. Yep. With the, with the secrets. And one of the things I, I love about that game is how instead of coming up with like a bullshit video game story that most AAA games come up with these days, they were like, you're the doom guy, you're legendary. You were woken up in a religious uh, ritual basically while yeah, demons were, were attacking the station. And your dude like doesn't give a fuck about any of that. It's just like, it's very irreverent and you're being told what to do, but your guy's like, nah, fuck you. You know, <laughs> like you have to like shut down these facilities and, and the guy and the your narrator dude is like, you have to be very careful. And your guy's like, nah, fuck this. And he's like kicking it. So they do that really well. And in the sequel, they kind of, in, instead of continuing on from that and continuing to have fun with the story, instead they're like, oh, we're going to pack a bunch of lore into this and we're going to over explain everything. And there's all this lore to explain the Doom guy. And it just, it, they no just. No lore. It's just hell opened a portal on Mars. Exactly. That's it. Like, End and I'm, story. I'm okay with like lore in the background because like Doom 2016, if you looked at any of the journal entries, there's all kinds of like goofy lore that they put in there and that's like all right that's fine if you want to go read that but yeah game, how how the portals ended up getting opened yeah this game puts it all at the forefront and like i said i think that they over explain it and in, in a in a really like it just kind of took all the fun but you know that's just the story so also the the game does not like so doom 2016 ends in a specific place with specific like consequences and the next game starts I don't know what the fuck they were thinking, but they don't even try to explain like how your guy got to where he was. You're in a floating Citadel over earth and you now have a computer that runs the Citadel that like teleport you wherever you need to go. It makes no fucking sense. 
I was watching that speed run that you had linked or whatever. With yeah. The devs or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And I was all like, what is, why is he in like a ship? Like, yeah, no, yeah, no explanation. I'm, I say no explanation. There's probably some like quick bullshit explanation that I missed in a cinema cutscene or something, but I felt like there was no explanation. And they, they, I don't know. It's just, that was disappointing. The gameplay is still there, but it's, I don't know. They, tw- in Doom 2016, they, they were like, okay, you need to like you need to chainsaw enemies if you run out of ammo and you need to do um i can't believe i can't think of what they're called but oh glory kills on enemies if you need health but otherwise like you're playing a doom game you're shooting demons you can use the guns you want to use you know you're, you're it's a doom game in this game they are very much like no you have to do glory kills to get health you have to do the chainsaw thing to get ammo otherwise you don't and Basically, they like reduced the ammo capacity so much that you're pretty much like cycling through your guns and every single encounter. And I guess they thought that was a fun, clever thing. And like, you know, I, I, I can look at all these guns we made. You, you got to use all of them. But ultimately, you know, like in a game like that, you kind of have certain guns you like to use. So I don't know. I just I just disagree with they added platforming and 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 Ooh. like purple like but not in a like fun clever way in a very video gamey way they had it well i figured yeah but yeah it's exactly it it, it's totally unnecessary they they added like this purple goo that if you step in it you can't jump and you move at half speed and so I, i get that they are like let's add an impediment but that's not interesting or creative it also makes you feel real dumb like i'm the doom guy i can punch a demon's head off well i got into purple goo uh, i can't move as fast you know it's just it's sticky it's sticky yeah they added um like cannons on the walls that fire uh projectiles at random or not random at specific intervals and they don't explain that it's just oh instead of this combat room where you would normally focus on fighting the enemies there's also random projectiles firing i don't know it's it's hard to explain but it's just very video gamey in a in a uncreative and yeah i know it's a video game but like i don't know you mean it's very arcadey let me let me let me put it a different way it's very 1998 video gamey it's doom it's well yeah that's the problem right like and and that's and that's and that and i understand why they did that because like when they made doom 2016 a lot of what people said is they made an old school doom game but modernized it and that's really cool and id must have said oh they like the old schoolness of it so let's put in like so like the health pickups are even more glowing and 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 well I'll use it again video gamey like and in the previous game if you picked up a key card you were like picking it off off, off a dead body or something um and then you get your blue key card and in this one it is like original doom you you wander around a level and then a rotating icon that looks like a blue key card you find that and you pick it up i i guess they thought that you know, everybody liked that old school style so much. We're going to lean into that more. And it just, to, in my opinion, it was for the detriment. Um, there's a lot to like about the game. I, there's a really cool um, uh, damage engine. So like if you shoot a demon in the arm, you'll actually like blow part of his flesh off. And so by the time you've, you've shot the shit out of a demon before it dies. You've just like, you've blown a bunch of parts of its body off. So it's like that sniper game 
that I yeah. can never remember the name of. And that's and that's very that's much that's very much an id thing. I feel like they're always like coming up with their own. I mean, they make their own game engine, so they're always coming up with something. And that aspect of it is it is pretty cool. But ultimately, by the time I got to the end of the game, instead of they just kept throwing enemies at you in a way that instead of feeling like like they built a fun combat encounter, it was more like, well, what if we put a bunch of demons in this room and made it really hard? And it, what if we open a monster closet when that last guy does? Yeah, and then open another one, and then open another one, and then at the end of that, we're gonna put, uh, you know, a copy of like the hardest dude in this room, and just I don't know, I I, I was. I was basically bitter about the game by the by the time it finished and immediately put it down and never played it again once the credits rolled. But um what am I oh I and then I played State of Decay two on Game Pass. Jeremy, I feel like you played State of Decay one. Am I uh, misremembering that? It's a zombie, zombie game? open world game, yeah. Yeah, like a base. You yeah, you had a. It on. was. It was. It was basically. It's like third person action, but you also had some kind of sim management. Like your people could get mad at each other. Or you had to keep up with food a little bit. It's very light, but uh, I don't think I. Well, that was a lot. That's old. It's old. Know. It's pretty old. Yeah. Anyway, St- State of Decay Two is a game that came out two years ago, but I heard enough like things about it that it was unpolished and kind of under under delivered that I just kind of wrote it off. And then they did a big update recently. And then I saw that it was on game pass, um, which I still had a subscription for because you get like three free months when you get an Xbox. Um, And I was like, I'll try this out and uh, probably put like 60 hours into that game um, because you can play through multiple maps and it's, it's not the most polished game, but it's a very good like put a mu- put some music or a podcast on kind of game. It's it's one of those games like Sims where you can play it for like four or five hours straight because as soon as you're done with one thing, you need to take care of something else, and it's very easy to just kind of like because it because it, much like the first game, you you start out on a base. It's a small base, and you can build certain shops. Like you could build a farm if you want to produce more food to keep up with your food. You got to build. A, a, you get to use the space to build beds uh, so your people can sleep. They don't have to sleep, but the morale will go down if they don't sleep. Um, and then this sounds you, like something else I played though. Uh, I can't remember what. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, it's especially it's, the food part. It's like a few different kinds of sim, take care of your people games. And then otherwise you like, go out and you have to like find resources in houses or whatnot. And of course there's zombies everywhere. You can find cars, which is one of my favorite things about the game because it's got a surprisingly good driving engine, but the cars have fuel requirements. So you got to like keep, keep uh, canisters of fuel on you. Um, and then there's um, special kinds of zombies sort of like left for dead. There's a, um, there's like a feral zombie who's faster and takes more, shots to kill there's a zombie that will like wander up on you and then ex- like he's called a bloater so he's full of gas and he'll try to like get close to you and then explode and if you if he does it releases this gas cloud that if you stay in it you'll get hurt and it also causes gas inhalation which doesn't go away unless you take your like the people that got exposed back to base that's the other thing is you don't play as any one particular character you play you can 
choose to go out as any of the people in your base. And each person has stats, like their shooting stats or their fighting stats. And they'll have, usually they'll have like another stat, like chemistry. And if you have someone that has the, or, or medical, like if you have someone that has like a, a medical history, then you can build an infirmary and, and they can unlock things that make your infirmary better. So it's just a very, I want to say relaxing game. I mean, you, 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 you do have to deal with zombies. Um, and if people, if one of your dudes dies, they're dead forever. Um, it's, it's one of those games that is saving constantly. So like if shit goes South, you can't just, you know, like quit the console or close the console to try and save your people. Um, which, you know, bothers some people and definitely bothered me when I first lost a character I really liked, but, um, then I made sure that that didn't happen again. Um, so that's, that's a great game. Um, I really enjoyed there was, there's a lot to dig into. Um, it's, it's got some RPG elements. Like I was talking about, like your health and whatnot can level up. And otherwise you're just trying to, it's not very story driven. It's more of just like a load you into a map and then have you kind of figure your way through it. Um, and then, uh, just the other day I started playing a game called Bloodborne, which is from the guy who made the Dark Souls games. The, um, so if you've played a Dark Souls or tried a Dark Souls, this is one of those kinds of games. I mean, this game came out five years ago. So any you've either heard about Bloodborne and you know exactly what it's about or you haven't heard about it at all. But it's a it's a third person action game. It's difficult. It expects a lot from the player, but also it's one of those games where people love it because it it expects a lot from you. But if you learn the systems and if you learn the systems, you're, you're never going to have a death where you feel like it was cheap. If that makes sense. What was the Japanese, uh, like a samurai. What's that one? That's dead. Uh, dark souls. Sekiro shadows die twice. That was, yeah. And that is, that was, that's also made by the same guy. That's the one that came out last year the most recent one. Um, and it's like all these games share the same thing. They have like really, I, I use the word obtuse. They have really unclear video game systems. They don't have tutorials pretty much like to even learn how to play the game. You're walking up to these messages on the ground and it's like press X to attack. <laughs> you know, it's not like modern games where they take you through a tutorial section. So they don't, they're not, what's the word? They're not, appealing they don't like try to draw you in they're supposed to just be basically like difficult i mean that's their main thing right it's just Uh, like you got to figure out stuff yeah like they're not yeah they're 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 not they don't make it easy to to just get in and start playing and having fun they're not they're not the kind of game where you're gonna immediately start destroying enemies um and feeling good like i'm playing a video game where i'm killing a bunch of enemies and having fun and i don't have to worry about dying no these games are like you're yeah, in our world you don't feel like you're having fun at the beginning well honestly yeah that's i mean like dark souls i'm, I'm sure i've talked about it on a podcast at one point i played several years ago i yeah. i three times i tried to get into that game and it wasn't until the third time that it clicked for me it's one of those games where it just kind of clicks and then once it does 
and you you get into it, then it gets really satisfying. And it's unlike any other kind of game you can play, really. Like it's because the game expects so much from you and because it's not going to screw you on a cheap death. It feels very satisfying when you're able to beat a boss that you've been banging your head against. Um, so, yeah, and I, and already I like this game more than Dark Souls because a Dark Souls is a game. Um, every time you died, you had to go back through a series of enemies. There's no like quick saves, you know. There's no there's no auto saves. There's no oh you beat the section so now you don't have to do that again until you beat a boss and get to another bonfire uh you have to go back and so it was really frustrating because you had to beat all those enemies again and any enemy in dark souls you have to take at least somewhat seriously bloodborne uh, well and and then the other thing about dark souls is you couldn't try to run by anybody because there was no leashing every single if you tried to run by 10 enemies by the by the time you got to whatever you were trying to get to those enemies would eventually get back to you and you'd have to deal with them. So you had to beat every enemy bloodborne. You can actually run by enemies. So like automatically it's better in my opinion than the dark souls games. Um, so I've, I've already, I've gotten to the first boss. I tried to fight it twice and got my ass kicked. So it's, it's one of those games. Um, Oh, our, our, the other game I spent, I don't know. I guess you're talking about bosses. It's the star Wars game. Uh, it comes with Xbox One. If you buy oh, that pack, uh, I can't think of the name of it. Yeah, order? I can't either. The new order, order, Jedi order, or Je- Fallen order, Jedi Fallen yes, order. Yes, yeah. that we that can think of good. it because it's a really generic, dumb name. But yeah, yeah, it's a pretty good game though. Yeah, that game I have heard is sort of like Dark Souls Light because it's it's got a kind of open world with some connections to it. And it's, yeah. it's got, you know, some more, um, del- deliberate gameplay. I don't, I don't know how else you explain like Dark Souls gameplay. It's like, um, I, we, we have a copy of it because it came with my Xbox, but I don't, I haven't, I haven't loaded it up. Oh, you totally should. It's, it's totally worth it. Even Wyatt beat it on his own also. Wow. And he didn't, I went through. You have to collect stem packs to put into your robot friend, or you don't have any health packs. Yeah, that's a I that's think, a kind of Dark Souls aspect. I think I ended up with like nine or ten, and Wyatt beat the game on the same difficulty, and he only had four. It just took him more tries to beat the guy at the end. I was very, I was very impressed. <laughs> It's like I'm not giving up on this crap. You can't beat me. No. What else? What else, Justin? Uh, I mean, as far as things we're talking about, um, we are uh, watching Deadwood, which is an HBO show that I have never seen. And uh, Tim- Timothy Oliphant in it. Yes, and I can't think of Al Swearingen's dude's real name but it's got like this show i i, I knew timothy all Oliphant was in it and and the guy that plays al swearingen it's this the guy that plays al swearingen is the guy that is always in the bar in the john wick movies the one that kind of that kind of like runs he's sort of the black man no not that guy the guy down in the oh, basement yeah, yeah. who like 
takes care of contracts and stuff. Yeah. The, uh, I want to say, is he like maybe possibly Hispanic? You mean in real life? Yeah. He has a face and because he's always got a beard, he kind of looks like, like a Spanish guy in an old Sergio Leone movie. Yes. I don't think he is though. I'm pretty sure he's British. (laughs) Trying to think like, I can't remember if like, maybe like he played it at once. Maybe he played it one time. Let's see here. John Wick. Yeah, I know the guy you're talking about. I would get him confused with... Um, I don't know why I would get him confused with... But the the guy from Battlestar Galactica. That guy. I don't oh, know yeah. why. Uh, <laughs> I know who you're talking about. But I know they're... they're... Now, that guy is Hispanic. Yes. So uh, Edward, Edward James almost... Uh, what is this guy's name? What is this guy's name? It up too. It's it's. Oh, it's Ian, Ian Ian McShane. McShane, yeah. I wanted to call him Ian McDermott. That guy is great. Like this show. First yeah, of he's all, a, he's English. He's English. First of all, it's ridiculous how many character actors that you recognize in this show that are given oh, yeah. like regular roles. Like it's it's just chock full of people that were always like side characters in like eighties and nineties movies. Um, uh, and then the other thing about it is, it's just I mean the just the dialogue and the writing between the characters is so fucking good. These 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 people are constantly saying. I don't know. I don't even know how to explain it. Just like really flowery language while also it's one of the most cursing shows. They drop a, they right. they're dropping fucks and, and cocksucker like, like it's adjectives. Like it's just like, it's salt yeah. <laughs> for a, for a meal or something. And, and, but they managed to, to do that without being crass. And, and it's still like a really whips, whip smart, a show that frankly I even have trouble keeping up with because of like the machinations of things going on. I have to be like, so wait, does that mean that this is happening? Um, uh, I don't, I mean, there's not much else to say. It's set in like 1890s uh, South Dakota, the town of Deadwood. I think it's South Dakota. Uh-huh. So it's, uh-huh. it's set in a gold rush town as it's growing. Um, and Timothy Oliphant is, I think you'd probably like the show, Matt, maybe. I mean, there's not, what's interesting about the show is there's no main character per se. I I would, I would probably say that Al Swearingen is the main character just because he gets the most screen time ultimately. But even like, I thought Timothy Oliphant was the main character. No. I mean, if you were to say who's the protagonist of this show, you would definitely say it's Timothy Oliphant because he's like all about the honor. He's a, um, what's the word he's a he's a taciturn guy he doesn't use a lot of words he you know he's very straightforward um he's a very simple man but he's like very honorable and likable um but i mean he i would say he doesn't get any more screen time than any of the like other side characters in the show which is one thing that that i like about it while they have an ensemble of probably like 30 reoccurring characters um and they just they just do a good job of setting and like making sure it just feels like a real place. So I think we're almost done with season two. I think there's only season three or three seasons. And then they put out a movie last year, which is kind of crazy. Cause I'm pretty sure the show ended in like 2006. 
Um, mm-hmm. So I'm fascinated to see what this movie is like. <laughs> um, it won't have the same meaning to me as someone who did not watch the show when it came out and is only just now seeing the show, but still it's again, like it's, if you're a fan of character actors, and then that's one of the reasons I think that even uh, you might like the, the show, Matt, it's just, there's so many like likable actors. Um, <laughs> I mean, I, I don't know why, but it's like, should I be insulted by that? Like, no, I just, even I, you would like this, even you what? with your, <laughs> <laughs> pearls before swine <laughs> with, with standards well what i mean is is like it's not very plot heavy i mean there's there's definitely plot machinations but otherwise it's it's more of it's kind of one of those shows that's about interesting characters and how well, they I mean, interact that's what hbo has done right i mean that's what hbo yeah you're yeah you're not wrong yeah, I, mean, I would say like game of thrones is a little more plot focused but um yeah, but you're I'm saying you're not it's wrong. all about character. I mean, but you're saying it's jumping around from character to character and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. I mean, that's what I think of as like you know the wire. I'm looking, you know, I'm looking at this the Soprano. I mean, like there is a main person, but still they do they jump around to a lot of characters to build up their backstory and everything. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's weird because uh, well, this is I don't know if this is a, it's not really a spoiler. Well, it's, it would be a spoiler for me, but. <laughs> Um, they don't do a lot of, they don't do any flashbacks. It's not one of those shows like lost is kind of the classic example of a show where you get introduced to a cast and you don't know a lot about them. And then through the seasons, they do all these flashbacks that, that makes you feel like you, you've really enriched the characters because you know, these things about their past, but like, for whatever reason, they don't, they don't really, I mean, people's past come up. It's a very unique show. I've never watched anything like it before. I, I'm really, really enjoying it. But uh, that's, I mean, aside from the, you know, the quarantine, the great national <laughs> crisis event. It's kind of funny because every time I see somebody talk about uh, COVID-19, coronavirus, um, they never say like, oh, this happened because of the coronavirus. They're always like, well, with everything going on, <laughs> you know, it's like, well, with everything going on, with, with what's going on, it's like, it's almost like. Like what, your daughter's dance recital? Yeah, right. I, I don't know if it's because people don't want to say that, like they lost their job because of coronavirus because like realistically, you know, it's not like a direct result, but it is a direct, I don't know. It's just, I don't know. I just find it fascinating the way people talk about it. I try to avoid talking about it. Man. Have you seen the price of oil? Yes. Yeah. We bought some. I learned a lot about oil today. Uh, like, I learned because I was like, okay, first of all, how can I buy some oil? You know, and what I found out is that you don't really buy. I mean, you can, but the way oil works, it's not like a stock that you like buy when it's low and sell when it's high. Those, those, the prices that we saw today are like to actually have oil delivered to you. (laughs) Um, Yeah. Which is why it went negative. I had to like, I I, I found a, a Twitter thread up where somebody explained that like basically because because what you do is like like you buy you see what the price is going to be like we know what the price is going to be for may and we know what the price is going to be for june and i presume like july and august and and so you like decide all right i'll buy i'll buy it at that price because i think it's gonna the the 
the price is the value is going to go up and I can sell it for higher. But if it comes around and the price didn't go up, well, now you're stuck either taking delivery or you try to find someone else that will buy your contract off you at a lower price. But the price was plummeting so fast that people couldn't find anybody. So they had to like pay people to take the contract off (laughs) of them, which is nuts. But yeah, it doesn't mean that like you can buy into oil today. And it's like, referred to as futures. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's futures. futures. Right. Yeah, it's like that's what it's uh, like. That's what trading concentrated orange juice. Yeah, yeah. That's what trading places <laughs> right. It's it's that thing that I learn every time I go back and go. Wait, I've 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 once again forgotten how the end of trading spaces work. I need to relearn it, and then I relearn it, and then I go for a few years, and I've forgotten how that how that works. It's just crazy to me that somebody come up with a way for me to buy stuff ahead of time. Hey, like you talk about you talk about a capitalistic society. Yeah, right. Like letting you like, uh, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna buy this at uh, this much, thinking it's gonna go up. And if it does go up, then I I can make profit. If it doesn't, then I owe somebody a lot of fucking money yep. at the end of it. Well, it's, it's like, okay because you're gonna however much you you buy. You're going to save that much on gas because it's 99 cents at MAPCO. (laughs) Well, it's like, I mean, you're right, Matt, because there's all these things that they introduced. Like, what if I could sell short? What if I could say I don't even have this yet, but I'll buy it at this price so that I can sell it at this other price? No, you sell it at this price so you can buy it at this other price. Right, right. That's right. That's right. And I, I've learned about, yeah, so pretty much like I've I've got money in savings. And once the market like initially crashed in March, I was like, okay, it's time to get into the stock market. I always said that if the stock market, you know, crashes and I have money that I can spare, I'm going to put some into it. And so I, I've learned a lot about puts and options. Those things scare me still. I'm really just. Well, I'm, how would you know when to jump in? Well, That's so my- what I learned from our investing on Reddit is. Don't time the market. That's like their motto is don't time the market. And pretty much what they say is you're not supposed to try to jump in at a specific point. You're pretty much just supposed to kind of like generally a always be putting money into the market, I guess, apparently. And, and, and B just like, if you think it's down, don't try to like wait for it to go down further. You know, don't, don't get scared if it's starting to go up, just like, go ahead and put some money in um, FOMO. You probably see that a lot. It's totally, well, it's like when you look at a stock for the past month, you see what the lowest number is and you see what the highest number is. And it's almost impossible for your brain to not go. Okay. Well, what I want to do is <laughs> I want to wait for that low number <laughs> so I can sell it yeah. at the high number as if you're going to know what the high number is without hindsight. Yeah. You pretty Seven much just got to s- set. Level. You just got to set yourself uh jeremy's referring to when we were in high school and for oh, some yeah, odd reason the, had, developer. Had a stock market. yeah yeah <laughs> and i had a stock market kick where i was like wanting to put money in the stock market and seventh seventh level was the company and it was like at a an abysmal like a dollar or something a share or something it was less than that i think and then it went up to like 14 or something so, yeah something ridiculous but then it dropped <laughs> almost immediately back down to nothing. Well, it's like there's a company called Zoom, but it's not the the teleconferencing app and their price uh went up by 1800% 
one day. Because people were confused? Because people were confused. I don't know how they looked at the price. Because, of course, like, by going up 1,800%, you know, it was, like, really cheap. I don't know how they looked yeah. at the price and weren't, like... Oh, this must not be it. You know, I don't, of course, I don't know how you don't fucking confirm what you're buying in the first place, but I just think that's hilarious. If people just called up their stock investor and was like, hey, give me some of that Zoom stock. (laughs) That's the kind of thing that makes me wish I was smart enough to realize that people were going to ignorantly buy a stock and go ahead and put money into it and then sell it when it goes up really high. It's like searching on eBay for all the stuff that people might have listed misnamed. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so that's what you were trying to do is you're trying to like, all right, if I can just get in on some of this Z- Zim stock, hopefully some people are going to accidentally make a typo. <laughs> Zom. Yeah. Dow Jones Industrial letter- letters or Z-O-M. Uh, or like the, yeah. uh, I feel like the WoW auction house had some items that people would confuse for other items. Uh, now I can't think of whatever that might be. What would that have been? I don't know. I'm trying to think. I know cosmetic stuff, you know. I mean, I don't know what in regards to WoW auction I think there were some scrolls that, well, we had numbers at the end of them. I feel like there was a scroll that people would get confused about. Or like or back in the day when we had to get book drops maybe or something to train stuff. I don't know. Like, Oh, I forgot about that. I remember on the first day, like if you got one of those fishing books or something, people will pay you like 10,000 gold. And then like two days later, they were 50 copper because <laughs> everybody had one. But then there was always that person that like six months later, they're like, I still haven't gotten that book yet. Uh, I think that Pandaren cooking, there was somebody like seriously six months later, hadn't gotten their Pandaren cooking book and you couldn't sell them. Uh, Anything else? No, I think that, I think that pretty much does it. I was supposed to go to Belgium for my 40th birthday. Oh. But obviously that's hap- not happening. <laughs> Who knows when any of us will get to fly for leisure again. Yeah, we're flying to Los Angeles in July, hopefully still. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Originally, Seth, Seth's, uh, Seth's on the news crew at school. and news His crew. news crew got invited to this conference. But they've canceled the conference. But we've already got the tickets and the uh, uh, Airbnb stuff booked so we're just gonna go anyway and hang out in anaheim our old stomping grounds yep have any have either of you watched picard no i, I heard it's not. real bad really yeah i've heard it's amazing i didn't think That's it was interesting. bad i heard that it was a little too much like action movie and that the plot was not particularly good but that's oh. just what i've heard I, I mean, yeah, I, I liked it as much as any season of the Next Generation. I haven't watched Discovery, or I haven't. Watched, I'm not going to watch anything on CBS All Access. I'm sorry. Why is that? Just not paying for that shit. Oh, <laughs> fair enough. I signed up for CBS All Access to watch Picard and then canceled it. I'm not going to watch any of the other. Stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got a month free for had to that, sign up for 
playoff games or something. There was absolutely no way I was ever going to get CBS All Access until they said Picard. And then I was like, shit, you got me. You got me. You got me. Okay. We'll do it. I've been watching. I think I'm on the next to last season of Next Generation now. I've been watching all that. I keep trying to watch The Next Generation, but I'm always like, I've already seen that episode. And then I'll see an episode I haven't seen. I'm like, I already, I've already seen. I feel like I'm wasting my time because I've already seen this episode. It turns out you've actually seen them all. <laughs> I've seen pretty much close to all of them because you know it used to come on at night on CBS after the news, and I have seen a shit. I didn't realize that like the episode where Tasha Yar dies is like in the first season oh, yeah. or something. Oh yeah. That was the controversial thing about her death was like that it happens like that first season. And then like I, they still you're like several seasons later and Data's on trial or something and they're like, Oh, you know, he had a girlfriend, her name was Tasha Yar and she died and he's got her picture in his in his yeah, room. He's got a hol- hologram. Wow, she thing. died in yeah. the first yeah. season? Yeah, she yeah. dies like around 16 or 17 episodes into the first season. Damn. And it's a really sh- it's a really crappy death too. That's what yeah. a lot of controversies about. It's like they they're on this planet rescuing these people and it's Counselor Troy, she's trapped in this space shuttle thing and there's this black ooze. There's just like this black entity ooze this thing. Black talking ooze nonetheless. Yeah. <laughs> and basically, basically he doesn't he's just like a selfish entity that doesn't give a crap has no emotional attachment whatsoever to anything and it's like i'll just kill her and like he just like he just kills her like she she like says she's gonna stop it or something she runs in front of it i think or something and he's just like boop and he shoots her with like a beam or something i can't remember what and she's just like she's dead they take her back to the ship try to resuscitate her but she's dead um and then later later on like i think maybe one or two seasons later they go back to like where her origin is from, where she where she escaped. She escaped from some planet or something. Apparently, where like she was, like they had gang rapes and stuff on this planet. Like it was horrible. The like fuck? her backstory, <laughs> her backstory. Oh, we're still talking it, about Star Trek: The Next Generation, right? Yeah. <laughs> like she's talking about like they specifically say gang rape. Like they like what the fuck? Like, it was a different time. Like, <laughs> like they, she's like. You're talking about like the gang rape crews and stuff. Wow. And I was like, what is going on here? What is it? What am I watching? The rape gang. It's got a it's got a memoryalpha.fandom.com wiki. We're gonna have ourselves a rape party. And I was all like, Wow. Her back her backstory is dark. Uh like apparently. Well, it on does this say planet, that she avoided it, was... it by hiding. So yeah. It didn't well, happen like, to the character. So. Well, no, she talked, but she talks about how she had to live and everything, and like, like nobody else on the like, planet figured that out but her. If we just hide, we don't get gang raped. Just co- just cover your butts, uh, and but yeah, just uh, and, and so like they meet up with her sister, like, and her sister talks about how Tasha was a coward because she left the planet. <laughs> I was like, "What?" She hid instead what? of getting gang raped. That sound that sounds like what the sister uh, from a planet where there are roving rape gangs would say. Like, "You're not, you aren't <laughs> tough enough." <laughs> yeah, and so, and then later on, 
um, there's like a time paradox where uh, the starship, a starship, the one of, I don't remember if it was an Enterprise version or what, but from 30 years prior to this Enterprise, to the Picard Enterprise, it comes through a portal. They meet up. They had just got attacked by some Romulans or something. I don't remember what happened, but it basically, it basically was the key point in the Klingon and Federation alliance because the, the, that starship helps sacrifice. It basically goes to the Klingon aid ends up getting destroyed or whatever in the process. But because, because the Federation tried to tried to help the Klingons, the Klingons see that as like a sacrifice and that starts the treaty talks between the Federation and the Klingons. And so in this alternate timeline, uh, it causes that causes a splinter off the enterprise is fighting captain Picard's fighting against the Klingons and they've been in a war for the past 30 years or whatever. And Tasha Yar from that timeline gets sent 30 years back into the past on that other starship and live somehow, but she gets taken as prisoner as a Romulan, uh, uh, taken prisoner by the Romulans, which is causes her character to show her Tasha Yar's, the actress to show up as a Romulan, like in season four or five or whatever, because apparently that the, the Tasha Yar from the alternate timeline was sent 30 years back, had a kid, Mm. Which nobody looks exactly like them. I hate to tell you no. this. Nobody's gonna look exactly like their mom or their dad. Hey, but but they're like, yeah, my mom, you, you sent that Tasha Yar back, and she was my mother, and she li- basically she was a captive huh. in that timeline, and she, because she uh, and she tried to escape and was executed. So right. Tasha Yar ha- Tasha Yar has a very interesting backstory. <laughs> But yeah, I'm on season six. I'm probably about to finish that up. And then uh, playing Art Knights. I have a really, I really love this game. I don't know why. I guess because there's a lot of depth to it. Mm-hmm. And it's always in your pocket. It. Like you can pull it out at any time. Well, that's the thing is like, I I, I play it on my PC now when, when oh. I found the an emulator. Mm. Like I, I tell you, you find an emulator for android and that like opens up the world at like what you can do yeah i mean war thunder has uh an app where you can view the map at all times on your phone so i loaded it up on blue stacks so it's on my other monitor (laughs) well i mean like whatever that you were playing were you playing raid what were you playing you were playing some rpg on Uh, i played final fantasy whatever that is for a little bit no, no, no. It was one of these ones where you had to idle or something. Was it like AFK Heroes or Idle? Oh, it was or like Idle Heroes. Idle Heroes, okay. And I play uh, every... I'll log on every six months to see how much money I made on uh, Adventure Capitalist. Um, well, the whole point yeah, of I that mean, game is to not play it, so I, I just don't. But I'm kind of blown away by like... I'd, I'd made a tweet a week ago or something like that about like mobile games, like how graphically mobile games look now. Like I'm surprised Justin that you're not playing more mobile games. If you go look, go look up like Epic Seven. Epic Seven the problem, looks amazing. The problem is you can tell me how amazing it looks and I'm just gonna be like, well I'd rather play that with the controller on my TV. 
But I mean, but you like the Switch, right? Yeah, I mean, my point is, is like the game looking really good is not that doesn't grab me for a mobile game. I, 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 I feel I like mean, I feel like the mobile game environment has left me behind because I still prefer. It's gonna make me sound like an old man, but I still prefer like simple puzzle games, like really, really simple games that have clever ideas. Kind of like that game John sent us many, many months ago. The one where you had to like that may be what it's called. The one where you're like moving around a nine nine square area. That was I played that for a little while. That was that's that's kind of more my speed. Or Puzzle and Dragon. Like that that game has like a really good Puzzly concept to it that I like. But you used Hello, to be on, Uncle Matt. <laughs> hey, what? What did he say? He said hi, what? I have my headphones on. He can't hear you. Um. So, but I mean, like, I mean, Epic Seven is like a an intense RPG. It looks like or something. Not really an RPG. I don't know. Anyways, I'm just blown away by it. And I, I figured it the convenience of like having it in your pocket. With like, or being able to like sit in your bed, like going to bed or something. But I guess you're not supposed to do that nowadays because of the whole blue blue screen or something. Yeah, like that. you're not supposed know. to. I but this... I definitely do play like Switch games and phone games. My well, I've got a I've got a filter on my phone that automatically makes it oh. you know put the orange stuff on after after a certain time. Yeah, honestly, the thing that like kind of puts me off these games is that they're all gotcha games. Uh, gotcha. Now. And like I played Puzzle and Dragon, and that was fun, but I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I've got, I understand Ar- that. I've got Ark Knight installed. It's just one of those things that, for whatever reason, whenever I, I just never think about loading it up. I feel like I will sometime, yeah. though. Well, it's a really fun tower defense game. Yeah, uh, I like tower defense. Just being able to have different characters, different ranks, obviously, because you got a gotcha. Uh, so you have, you know. Basically, your ranks are like two through six. One, there's a one there, but hardly anybody's a one. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's just fun to progress through that and just try to level up your characters. And they're they're all constantly putting out new content and everything. And I'm really looking forward to the next stuff. Um, but yeah, like like I said, just being able to download BlueStacks, the Android emulator, and I watched some streamers or something like that, and they were using it. So I was like, oh, I'll try that out. And then like. From there, I was like, well, let's. I'd like gotten to like, I think, R Gotcha Gaming, and I saw like some people talking about uh, there was a game called Last Claudia. Apparently, it's their one year anniversary. And so, because of that, they're doing like every single day you get a free gotcha roll thing of like 10, 10 things. So, uh, I loaded up that game just to see what I could get in that and like see and like I, re- I read up a little bit about it to see what it's about. But uh, it, it's an interesting game too. And I tried that Epic 7. It was interesting, but I, I, w- I haven't loaded that up in a couple of days. But it's just interesting to, 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 to move out of like genres that you're used to, which is like PC gaming or something like that, and just go into a totally different direction of like mobile gaming because you, can, you have it at the disposal on your PC. Yeah. So with it's the, very interesting to, yeah. So in, in like, especially when you think about like how many games, quality games are out nowadays that are technically free to play. 
that have you know the monetization of gotcha or you know some other form of monetization like um jeremy's war thunder you know that's free to play yet it has a form of monetization if you wanted to go that route so uh yeah i watched that uh blood shot oh you didn't see it yeah what'd you think it was pretty awful Oh, that's that's a I mean, shame. No, sorry. Hold on, hold on. Let me let me rephrase that. It was what you would expect. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, I mean, actually, I I didn't. I I heard it was bad, and then I uh, there's a a podcast I listen to that does film reviews, and they came out like they said that yeah, it's not great, but it it had some redeeming aspects to it that almost made me want to watch it. Yeah, I mean, it. Have you ever seen that uh, witch hunter movie? That no, he's in? no, I have not. Oh, okay. You should watch that. I mean, it's it's the same kind of premise, honestly. It's he's this guy, he gets this ability. Yeah. He he goes on, you know, he uses, you know, all, I mean, it, it's I don't know, when I watched it, I was like, "Yeah, you know, it's, uh, it's like a 6." Jeremy, you're breathing into the mic really hard, man. Oh, sorry. I thought it was muted. No, you're not muted. Uh well, I'm using the mute switch on my headset instead of the mute on the website. Oh, oh okay. Um, but yeah, it's very. It's, it's just. It's just what you would expect. I'm just sorry. It's like, what would you expect out of if you saw Fast and the Furious trailer? I mean, you expect them driving cars. You expect you're going to do some really dumb, outrageous stunts that shouldn't even remotely be comprehensible. I mean, is this is a typical action movie where this guy has an ability, he gets this ability, and he uses it, blah, 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 blah. I mean, I don't know. People was like, yeah, it's, it's awful, or it's, it's bad. And I'm like thinking, like, I mean, did you go into it expecting it to be something that it wasn't? I mean, I don't know. I mean, to me, it's your typical action movie. Yeah. Um. What else? Uh, is there anything else? Uh, I don't know. I don't think I have anything else. Um, let's see on Netflix. Let me look at my Netflix. Uh, do you? I, I found it hard to get back into like stuff. Uh, I think there was like a one or two, maybe a month period where I was watching these shows on Hulu, and they took like a hiatus, and then I just haven't gone back to him to watch the rest of it. Yeah. Uh, stuff shows I liked were, uh, stump town. I maybe got like seven or eight episodes into that. And then it went on hiatus for a couple of weeks and then I just didn't come back to it, but I want to, um, there was, uh, emergence, which is about this, basically this girl that has a, like some kind of technology, technology ability you find out in the first episode and so i've watched everything up until the two-part last uh episodes uh, so like <laughs> i've watched i think i've watched the first part and i just haven't gone back to watch the second part i don't know I just gotta get in a mood to watch that kind of stuff hmm. um, i find yeah like so like when a show comes out and it's out for some you know me i'm not gonna watch it the first season probably or second season but then like by the third or fourth season when everybody's like oh this show's so good i'm like all right i'll watch this fucking show so i'll watch what's out and then it and then they like wrap up the series but there's like one or two seasons left and i I have trouble like going back to 
finish it off because then it's been so long and I like to, you know, I feel like, well, now it's been so long. I need to rewatch the, uh, the early seasons again. <laughs> That's how I am with the uh, orphan black. I've never, I never finished that show, but I really uh, liked the three yeah. or four seasons that came out that I saw when they were out. Um, Castlevania, you know, on Netflix, I watched like, I've watched like two or three episodes of the latest season, but I haven't went back to watching any of that anymore. Yeah. The plot's uh, not really you? going anywhere in, in that. I, I can see why you would have trouble keeping up or wanting to keep watching that one. Well, I mean, I, I like the characters, you know, yeah, I like no, that. Yeah, that's what, yeah, that's what dragged me along for sure. I like the, you know, uh, I like that the girl and the guy are like, you know, in a relationship in this yep. season and uh, Alucard, I guess is just going to be a depressing fucking vampire. I don't know. Like, <laughs> right. You know, just, <laughs> I was all like, I don't even remember what happened in the last season. Yeah, I definitely uh, needed a refresher. Um, you got the uh, you got the other guy that's a uh, human, and he's like enslaved oh, tra- by the enslaved, yeah, yeah. vampire ladies. That whole storyline. Yeah, and then and then the uh, the other guy that uh, is like, I forgot they had the ability to make these night creatures or whatever. Oh yeah, like, yeah. That guy's he, he's wandering around um, with his night creatures. Yeah, uh, so I haven't finished any of that. Um, maybe like three episodes into that, uh, Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. Uh, I haven't. I've watched maybe like one or two episodes of the latest season. Didn't go back to that. Um, looking through my other stuff here. Yeah, I don't know. I'm just more in the mood of like sci-fi stuff. Uh. You should check out Tales from the Loop on Amazon. Yeah, I really want to check that out. Um, it looks like it'd be very interesting. I don't know if it's supposed to. I assume it's one universe. Yes. Well, I say yes as if I'm like really know. I watched the first episode okay. and I enjoyed it. But from what I understand, Amazing Stories. I forget. I've promoted that Amazing Stories to you, and I have an a- Apple. TV subscription because I bought an iPhone, so you got it for a whole year, and I haven't gone to that. That would be really good, you know. Amazing stories, hopefully, would be really good. Yeah, but yeah, you were you were saying you've watched the first episode. Yeah, I watched the first episode. Something? It's very unique and like... Black Mirror. Is it Black Mirror? Black Mirror? No, uh, kind of, but I mean, it's it's hard to explain. It's like Black Mirror has this. What if, you know, has this idea of like, let's take this aspect of the world we live in and and take it out to extremes and take it like 30 years in the future and usually something bad happens. But um, the episode I watched was not as dark. It's more. It's a little slow, but it's I don't know. It was just intriguing throughout. I want to watch more episodes. I, I can tell you that much. Okay. All right. Uh, then there was, what was that? What was that one I told you about that? I was like, Hey, have you heard of this? Uh, let's see. I added it to my queue. Mm. Oh, hunters. I watched like the first episode of that and I didn't jump back to it. Uh, Oh wait, is it, a, is it, a, uh, let's see here. What is it? What is it? Oh, Oats Studio Volume 1. That's what I was asking you if you had seen that. Oats? Um, Oats. It was the, from the director of District 9 and Elysium. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. But it's like, 
I, I think it's all in a continuous universe based on the trailer, but I don't know if it's a col- it says a collection of experimental content from the mind of director Neil Blomkamp. I don't know. I'm probably ruining that guy's name. This is um, uh, wait, 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 what's is it a series of short films? I don't know. That's what I was saying. Like, I can't tell if it's all in the same universe. Huh. Or it looks like because it looks like a on YouTube. It looks like maybe. Oh. Or, I well, I say I say that. I don't know. Uh Counterpart was a series that was on Stars Network that I that I was I signed up for Stars and it wasn't on Amazon Stars. Like you couldn't watch it on Amazon. I signed up through Stars on Amazon, and I couldn't watch it on there. But what? it's been added to Prime. What? How much different is Amazon Stars? Because I don't know. I mean, like, it, but it wasn't. You couldn't stream. You couldn't stream it on the Amazon version. I don't know if you could stream it on the actual Stars site. We have Amazon Stars because Mandy watches Outlander. But they ended up a- adding Counterpart to the Prime. So it's on there now, the first two seasons of it. And I really want to – I watched the first episode. It's a really interesting premise of, I think, like during the Cold War, they were doing some experiments or something, and they accidentally opened up a doorway to an alternate to an alternate reality. And, like, they can go back and forth between the two realities. And basically, J.K. Simmons' character crosses over as a spy – on the uh, on reality number two, oh, crosses yeah, over that's reality true. number one, and I don't know. It's supposed to be really amazing. Uh, Khaled that I follow on uh, Twitter, Twitter um, he recommended it and was talking it up back when it was first airing on Stars, and I was really looking for it because it sounded the premise of it sounded really interesting and really cool, and I liked the idea of it. Um, Basically, I guess it's kind of similar to, I think, how Man in the High Tower is supposed to be. I don't know anything about Man in the High Tower, but I think it's supposed to have like some kind of alternate reality thing or something. I don't know. Um, yeah, we lost World War II. Was- right, but I think I think there is a like an actual like because I think in the in the show in the first couple of episodes you see footage of like us winning the war in that in that, and so like I think there's an actual. Yeah, like alternate dimension. Or something. I don't multiple know. Multiple universes, and we're looking at the one where we lost, but they find video footage of the one where we didn't. Yeah, I haven't, I haven't watched much of that, so I couldn't that tell you. Kind like... of screwed up, but that's what the entire show is about. <laughs> I wish they had made it just kind of like this is what history would be like if we had lost instead of this is what it would be like if we lost and then found out that we actually didn't somewhere uh so yeah uh there's just a ton of stuff that i start but i don't finish apparently um yeah i saw that uh what was it the girl with the gifts or something like that I think it finally. I think it got re-added back to Amazon or Netflix or something somewhere around there, and it's like a zombie show or a zombie movie about this girl that becomes a zombie, but apparently she has the ability to be normal. Or something I don't know. I'm just going off of what I saw 
or what I like, what I like understand from a trailer read. Um, but yeah, anyways, uh, yeah, not much else other than I'm playing just pretty much art nights daily. Um, I, I play a little bit of Overwatch. Have you played the new Echo? Have you played her? No, I have. have played I still have Overwatch? not loaded up Overwatch since I quit back in October. Okay. Whenever Good deal. it's kind of like I'll think about it, but it's sort of like I don't know, like a drug that I've put down, and I don't, you know, I know that I feel like if I picked it up again, I would just be like right back to it. Yeah, I I just jump in it every now and then. I uninstalled it for a bit. Yeah, and then. I was like, ah, I'd like to play a first-person shooter, and uh, I just don't want to play Counter-Strike. Oh, and so, Matt, you should try Riot. Oh, don't game. tell me you're Valorant. 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 You should I, try thought, I thought about you because it's like Counter-Strike <laughs> with Overwatch abilities. It's, it's made by Counter-Strike people, um, oh. Counter-Strike pros. Oh, really? Uh, yeah. yeah. The, the, um, so that's why there's a lot of like uh, improvements on it, but also... Uh, has the Counter Strike feel to it and everything? Yeah, um, yeah. I watched a stream for it and I watched uh, Shroud play a little bit of it. Um, but I just, I don't know. It looks a little bit more complicated. It looks like a compli- more complicated version of Counter Strike, which well, yeah, it, I'm not good I at Counter Strike as it is. The, the, the beauty so, of Counter Strike is that it is fairly simple, right? Like you've got yeah. only certain weapons that you can choose to go in, and you know it's more about the strategy. So I guess they yeah. thought they wanted to add more aspects of strategy to it well it definitely seems like they wanted to take the approach of overwatch and add it add some some of those elements right. to a competitive counter-strike right just a good idea so, that's so. uh, it's counter-strike and overwatch because you know counter-strike is half-life and team fortress is half-life well i mean team fortress is more like over well the, the counter-strike aspect is the like when you die in the match you're done I don't think Team Fortress. Yeah. I think Team Fortress had respawning. Well, Team Fortress is very uh, cartoony, simple compared to like because there's not as much character class is what I mean by that. Is like there's not as much development going. On. I mean like there's just what like six classes, eight classes, Somewhat. eight classes. I should know this. The like it's eight. Boys yeah. watch videos of this stuff constantly. In fact, I got Seth and Wyatt practice butterfly knives this weekend <laughs> oh my god so they can play the spy better so you got scout spy medic soldier uh, rocket launcher guy soldier yeah soldier which the voice actor apparently passed away yeah, like this past week from covid-19 that's four um engineer engineer demo man uh, gr- heavy guy yeah demo guy heavy did you say sniper sniper did you say doctor yeah, yeah medic. I think we're up to eight. Maybe it is eight. That's, I think that's it. Did you say spy? Yeah. Yeah, I think it's eight. So eight character class, eight classes. Whereas I don't even know how many there are. How many? Do you know how many there are in Valorant? No, I have no idea. I know that there's almost Actually, thirty in Overwatch now. <laughs> yeah, it's like twenty nine exactly. You really consider um, those a class, though? Uh, I mean, they all play different. No, I wouldn't. And in fact, like Overwatch, they have three classes, basically, you know, tank, DPS and heal. Yeah, I guess I should say roles then or like heroes is what they call them. Well, I'm trying to think like how but you would classify them as like 
not genres, but I don't know. Like, how would you? You mean, like, I don't know. I don't know how to classify that. Yeah, I'm not sure what you're trying to classify now. Well, I mean, like a demolition guy and a rocket launcher guy. Those are both like explosive guys, right? Yeah. Yeah. And, both, and then like your sniper is going to be like your long range guy, like your one shot guy, right? I mean, you Spy could, you, would, right? You could, like, you could, like, yeah, the 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 oh, scout. Did we say scout? I don't think we said scout. Yeah, yeah, we said scout. Oh, okay, said scout, yeah. so scout is like you know that that character is doesn't have a lot of damage output, but he can run around, right? So he's he's scouty, and then yeah, he got, runs faster than everybody. And you can, depending on what weapon you have, you can get triple jump. Interesting, um, but yeah, I mean, I don't know. I just feel like you know you have. They they they're different niche 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 mm-hmm. is that the word niche? Like they have their they have their own roles, but I don't want to say it's not role. I mean it's like they're DPS or they're you know the heavy. They have their like own tank. set of skills. Skill set. Yeah, we'll go with skill set. Okay, there we go. Skill set. Yeah, I mean, like, the only difference between the rocket launcher guy and the demo guy is that the demo guy doesn't explode immediately and rocket launcher guy does. Except rocket launcher... Soldier has rocket jump and demo doesn't. But yeah, I don't know. I don't know what... I don't know how many... But yeah, I watched some Valorant play. It just looks just like I would, like, totally mess up that game. Like, I would just be awful at that game. You think so? Because you got... Uh, I think you're I mean, underestimating I yourself. Yeah, I do too. Yeah. I think after you played it a couple of days, like people would think you were cheating. Just like... <laughs> I don't think I'd be that good. But... Cell, demo. Well, yeah. I mean, if nothing else, because you've played a lot of Counter-Strike and Overwatch, and this is sort of a, a meld of the two, I just feel like yeah. if nothing else, you could load it up. Yeah, you're not going to yeah. be great at the beginning, is but it... who is at the but beginning But can you play things? it right now? I thought I, it was closed beta. Oh, all right, that I can't answer. I feel I thought it was open beta, but um, maybe. I, think it, I thought it was like closed for right now because I know they did like a test screen. I, I thought I, I thought them doing like a stream, and then people were like clamoring about how if they had they had to be in the stream in order to get like a, a key or something like that for the beta. Oh. I don't know. This is like weird or something. I don't know. But um, yeah, I've watched some of it. It looks interesting. I mean. And it looks very uh, strategic. Uh, you know, you got the walls that you can put up and stuff. And I don't know. It looks very interesting. I like it. But it just, yeah, I just, I would suck at it. <laughs> I just feel like I would be bad at it. Like, at least in the very beginning. I don't know if I'd stick around long enough to be, to work my way up to being decent at it. Just because, I don't know, it just is more complex. I think, I think the level of, diff- as the level of difficulty grows with something with me, the the more interest I lose in it uh, because I know how much more time sink investment it'll be. Maybe mm. I don't know. Like, I just like, I'm like, Oh God, it's going to take a while to learn that, you know, but who knows? Uh, maybe if, it, maybe, if, maybe if I see like Erica playing it or uh hatred or somebody else playing it on my friends list or something, which I don't know. You said it's by Remedy, right? No, wait, no, wait. That's um, Control. League of Legends. League of Legends. Yeah, right, right. Games. Right, is right, the right, right, right. Yeah. Do they have their own launcher? Yeah, I guess probably. so. For League of Legends. Everybody. Yeah, right. <laughs> probably. 
<laughs> yeah, but do I do I want to support Riot? Uh, like, I mean, that's a personal choice. I mean, they're pretty shitty, right? Yeah, I'm I'm not a fan. But it's easy for me to not be a fan because they've yet to make a game that's enticing enough for me to want to play. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, from everything I, you know, the whole League of Legends backstory is just, like, misogynist, right? And, like, oh, yeah. No, right? yeah. After the, what was it, a year and a half ago, all that, that came out. And they really yeah. have not shown, in my opinion, right. that they really want to change that very much. The dude bro developer atmosphere. Yeah. So I don't know. I just I don't. Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, I'll just snap. continue to play Art Knights. Riot Games acquires Hypixel. Who's Hypixel? Hypixel is the War Thunder people. Like, uh, what? Hypixel is a, a game that is really popular with the kids, like Roblox. Oh. Um, people can build their own games inside it. Um, Isn't that Roblox? Like Roblox. <laughs> But Hypixel, some of Hypixel's games are just like really detailed, whereas Roblox, I haven't really found a detailed game. Hypixel's got some good games on it. So does Roblox. Roblox has like a insurance fraud simulator where you have to jump off of a cliff and try to break as many bones as you can. What? That one's pretty fun. Why are you guys playing all these like kids love that suicidal shit. games? <laughs> I don't I mean, understand. And there's uh, demolition simulator where you get like rocket launchers and stuff, and you have to blow up buildings. And uh, flamethrower simulator where you have to burn down buildings. Justin, I'm looking at my uh, desktop icons here. Cluster truck. What did you think of that game? Uh, that game was, was really fun for a couple days, uh, until it got to the levels where they required such precision that it was no longer fun. <laughs> they, they, they ramped the difficulty up when it's, when it's you like, we, yeah, when it's like, we jump from truck to truck and, you know, maybe I fail a few times, but eventually I'll get it because, you know, there's a lot of room for error. Yeah, that's yeah. fun. And but when I got to the level where I played for like thirty minutes straight and then could not beat it, I was like, "Nope, no, thank you, <laughs> done." Was it like were you having to like jump through hoops? Yeah, it was. I specifically remember it was um, like a bunch of hoops, a bunch of hoops, it was, like consecutive hoops. It was like a series of squares with uh, like zappy things moving. <laughs> in and around the square area and you had to like jump in and around that. I mean, if you're lucky and you knew how the physics worked and you could replicate, you could kind of jump over it, but then you'd be throwing your momentum so much that you might get to the next one. And it was all about like, you basically had to like manage your precision and jump onto the side yeah. of trucks and stuff. And I just, I got close a couple times, but I was like, you know what? Not, not having fun with this anymore. Not having fun. <laughs> I think I played that once and it lasted maybe like 15 minutes before I stopped. The first was, like uh, twenty level oh, was pretty fun. Uh, yeah, it was it was a free Twitch game. Now it's uh, been forever since Seth played on High Pixel. High Pixel's a Minecraft server thing. So the games people create are in Minecraft, but they don't necessarily look like Minecraft. That's where all the roller coasters are that people build that are stupid awesome. All right. Well, there's a uh, you should look up. Uh, Minecraft Beetlejuice roller coaster and just watch that video. Minecraft Beetlejuice roller coaster. Do I have to say Beetlejuice three times to get on the roller coaster? 
to make the roller coaster show up? No. No. Uh, but yeah, cluster truck. Cluster truck's a lot more fun when you when you use a trainer. <laughs> when you hack it so that you have every ability. <laughs> uh, I, yeah, I could see that. Because like it is, it was a lot more fun once I like unlocked like slow mo or teleportation or something. Because then like if you just put yourself in a bad position, you could try to get out of it real easily. Which I felt like that was that was what was annoying about Cluster Truck was just the constant restarting. Like the, it was just penalizing you so bad. Yeah. Like you would get pretty far into it and then be like, oh, well, there was no save point until the very beginning, so you got to go through all these jumps again. Yeah. And so that's why I was like, I just uh, I'll just unlock all my abilities so I, that I you know I have a lot more fun with it and can play with everything and grab yeah, that's like and seth came in here today he's like I, I beat portal 2 i had to cheat in a few places but i beat <laughs> portal 2 <laughs> i'm like oh, okay yeah i could see i could see that you need, would need to do that sometimes <laughs> i think i actually beat it but yeah okay you beat it sure you finished the game it doesn't matter if, if you actually played it correctly or not you fit you finished it okay all right, so let's go ahead and call it here. Uh, thanks for this episode 422 of Outlandish Podcast. We hope uh, this content uh, has lasted you. It was worth the wait. Uh, <laughs> How long? When was the last one? In October. October? Yeah, I thought so. Okay. Because yeah. I was like, I don't, I don't even remember. Like, was it a year ago? Was it uh, six months? I, I mean, technically, it was a year ago. Right? No, technically it was last year. But not a year ago. So if I was writing it down, I'd have to say last year. I couldn't say a year ago. Yeah, you'd have to say last year. A year ago would would be around April. 365 days? Not necessarily. If if it was like March or May, you could say a year ago and it'd be close enough. But October, that's, that's six months ago. All right. Well, we hope hope you enjoyed episode 422. If you like, send us an email. You can at letter at outlandishpodcast.com. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter at outlandishcast. You can follow me at outlandishmatt. You can follow Jeremy at outlandishjer. You can follow Justin at outlandishbeats. Uh, you can like us on Facebook, www.facebook.com. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know the password to log into that. Um, I'm sure I can. I got some notifications. Some I cleaned out my email box and set up my outlandish mail in my uh, Microsoft Mail app so I can just delete the spam as it comes in. <laughs> and, like, Facebook had asked me if we needed the page or something like that. And I was like, I don't, uh, I don't Sure. This, this email <laughs> yes. from, like, a year and a half ago. Uh <laughs> Uh, yeah um so yeah just send us an email or follow us on twitter whatever uh thanks for this episode 422 and we'll catch you in 423 bye 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 there you go say thank you for listening to outlandish thank you good enough